Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. Happy Friday. Welcome back to the What Fulfills You podcast. My name is Emily Elizabeth and I am your host. Today's episode is just a short and quick bonus episode for the week. It's something that I love to incorporate on Fridays during the week when I do have a bonus episode and is usually Focus on a topic that I would personally believe is helpful to you guys, something I incorporate in my own life, and something that I can get to on a faster pace uh, versus a deeper topic. So as you can probably tell from the title, I'm going to be touching on simple solo activities that you can do that will help you have a better understanding and relationship with yourself. As always, I'm sharing this from a personal experience lens and why I believe this is beneficial to you. And I want to add some context for those of you guys who are newer to the show. This is something I got into around my junior year of college. So you are in a perfect place if you are listening to this in college or after college. I will say I think the solo activities aspect can be more scary while you are still young and you're in college and you are maybe more prone to kind of just looking at what your peers are doing. Again, we've all been there. But for me, um, during college, I just went through a really, really difficult emotional and mental time. And it really left me with no option but to pursue certain activities by myself. And over time, it literally skyrocketed my confidence and the relationship I had with myself. And so that's why I want to dive into the three simple solo activities that I've done in my past from over the years and how it can benefit you. So the first activity I have is going on a long solo walk and, so this is not or, but this is and, listening to a podcast or audiobook that is focused on something around life, development, and or your mindset. So the reason why I combine the two is because, of course, I know there's uh, maybe like a trend going on, especially here in the U.S., where we all just love to go on a hot girl walk. <laughs> And I am all for it. I mean, uh, you know, if you guys live in New York City, I love going on a walk on the West Side Highway. I feel like during the weekend or during the early weekdays, like there are girls always going on long solo walks. And for me, I've done this for years, obviously, but it's a form of meditation because I don't physically meditate right now. And it's just not something I have had interest in getting into. But maybe it's because... I do other activities that give me a sense of meditation and inner peace. And for me, it's primarily when I go on a long solo walk, you know, I would say at least like an hour and I listen to something that allows my brain to like continue to roll. So again, I'm not on my phone. I'm not scrolling on Instagram. I'm not like looking down. That's a big pet peeve of mine, to be honest, when I walk and I'm outside, and it's a great weather, and I see people kind of just like always looking down, again, to each their own, but I feel like it's helpful when you're doing an activity like that to really try to allow your mind and body to work on their own and like do their own thing. 
So with that being said, I feel like when you're walking and you are focused and like listening, you can absorb the information more because when we were in school, it was easier to, or at least for me, it was easier to zone out and not fully pay attention. But I feel like when I'm active, but not like too active, where I can still allow my brain to focus, in this case, listen and intently listen to an audiobook or a podcast, I absorb the information more. And this also goes for um, like learning a new language. I don't know if any of you guys are out there are interested in learning new languages or you do this on your own outside of school, things like that. I actually highly recommend, I believe it's called the Pimsler method. Um, I do the one where it's like the thinking method, but it's literally the same thing where you actually just listen to it and you like speak with the teacher as you go and it's not like an actual class you can um, at least the thinking method you can do like an intro course for free if you're disciplined on it it really works I mean for me I became quite frankly 30% fluent in Italian just through this but again I I do have a strong desire and discipline for like language and um, I grew up being bilingual I speak English and Vietnamese uh, you know as from my childhood so I think that part of my brain was already unlocked but tangent on that basically um i do know plenty of people who are you know learning different languages and especially maybe it's because their partner or their boyfriend their girlfriend whatever um their spouse speaks another language or like her his or her family speaks another language and this person wants to learn that language to be able to communicate with them more they've actually been learning it as like while they're walking or on the treadmill and they're like doing it through this Pimsleur method. So it's actually pretty effective um, and there's, you know, evidence around that. But ultimately, the reason why I find that this helps improve the relationship with you is because it allows you to develop solo time, which you can do anything during a solo time and doing self-care. But this specifically, a long walk and listening to something like a podcast or audiobook forces you to work mentally and physically and so in other words you are seeking to improve mentally so you're, you're trying to grow whatever that information you're trying to learn is while you're also moving on your feet and while you're while you're staying active that means you are prioritizing activity and physical movement in your body which of course is overall good for your health my mindset on fitness and working out is to simply do a little bit rather than nothing and so if I'm not going to the gym or I'm not going to Pilates that day I would still rather at least go on a long walk and you know just take time for myself and kind of escape from whether it's like the social activities or escape from just being in my apartment by myself like I think just that fresh air the movement and like gaining good healthy information is really good for the soul. If tomorrow was your last day, would you feel as though you have maximized your potential? How would you describe your perfect day with no limitations? How can you work towards achieving something as close to this, if not exactly that? And what is your dream life? Where is it? Who's there with you? And what does your Saturday look like versus a Monday? These are some of my favorite questions from the What Fulfills You card game. And I created this card game with the intention to help you on your journey of personal growth as actually all of these questions in this card game 
are questions that helped me in my own personal growth journey in my 20s. But even more than that, these questions help cultivate more purposeful and meaningful conversations, whether it's with your colleagues, your close friends, or date night. I love to play this on a night in with a few glasses of wine. Or now that it is spring and summer season, I think it's just so fun to bring this with you when you're hanging out at the park, especially for my fellow New Yorkers who like to hang out in Central Park, have a cheese board, and just have some deep conversations. You can shop the card game online at whatfulfillsyou.com and since you are a listener of the show, you can get 10% off your purchase with the code whatfulfillsyou10 at checkout. That's whatfulfillsyou10 at checkout at whatfulfillsyou.com. Enjoy! Okay, so the second activity I have written down here is to have coffee and pastries at a cafe by yourself with a book or one level up from this, if that's something that you've already done and you're comfortable with, is perhaps dinner and maybe a glass of wine at a restaurant by yourself. So personally, I've of course done both. I like to do this, especially on weekends. So like, for example, maybe a Sunday, um, I'll do like a walk by myself and then I will like maybe, again, living in New York City, maybe I'll have the intention to walk to the coffee shop so I'm getting my steps in and then I have my book with me in my purse and I come there maybe I get a croissant get a coffee and then I sit there for about an hour maybe two depends on just what I'm feeling and I will sit down and just like focus on reading my book and like I said if you do want to take it one level up and you want to like go out of your comfort zone definitely recommend the dinner aspect I think this is like a definitely a scarier one for people for some reason because I mean maybe it's obvious but it's the evening time depending on where you're at like where you live it might seem weird and also like maybe you feel like it's weird to bring a book with you to dinner things like that but like um I've done this for probably a few years now and especially when I like travel solo I mean you kind of have no option but to dine by yourself it's not like all the time I will bring a book with me to dinner but it just really depends on the setting because I don't really want to be on my phone at dinner unless I really am like okay I need to eat and I haven't eaten yet so I go to a restaurant by myself and I eat and maybe I have a phone call with you know my dad or um, a friend or just catching up or maybe I do like a business call there um, just kind of multitasking so it really depends but I try not to go to dinner and just scroll my phone if that makes sense and in fact during a recent solo trip I did probably okay it's not recent but a couple months ago um, when I went to Milan and Paris I, I don't remember bringing a book with me to dinner in Paris for some reason, but I did do this in Italy where um, one of like the second to last night, I think I brought my book and the manager was actually really intrigued and he sparked a conversation on the book I was reading, which at the time I was reading Why We're Polarized by Ezra Fitz. It talks about just the polarization right now between the two parties in the US. And if you're interested, I highly recommend the book. It's just very intriguing to kind of have a perspective on what has evolved in politics since probably like 2004. And anyways, I was explaining this to the manager who's Italian and he's just like, oh, it's very interesting that you want to read that. And he's like, is this for class? And I'm like, no, I'm just reading it for myself. So again, it's interesting because in a hypothetical setting too, if you really think about it, um, you know, maybe like a guy that you meet, like sees you reading a book that he's read before, or maybe he's intrigued in, or maybe it gives him insight into 
what kind of girl you are like maybe like how you think or what you like to do in your free time and so you never know how that can show as a good impression for other people as well when they see you in your element and they approach you and they're like oh um this is so cool that you like that book and stuff like that you know funny enough too i this happened uh recently i went to a vietnamese restaurant like a couple weekends ago by myself and it was just like after running errands all day so it was one of those days where i'm like i need to sit down and eat and i had one of my favorite novels with me i already finished it but it's called the fountainhead by ayn ran and the guy asked me like I was really surprised because he was kind of quiet to me the whole time but he was like my waiter and he was like oh like what's the book about and I explained it to him and he was like oh wow I think I need to pick that up and um he was like he he, (laughs) I don't even know how he saw it but he was like oh like you're almost finished aren't you and I'm like yeah like because I could you know like from the angle of where the book was I couldn't I it's hard to see where the bookmark is if that makes sense so I was kind of impressed that he took notice in that but yeah moral of the story I like you know either having a conversation with a friend while I'm eating out by myself so I have my airpods in or usually just bringing a book with me just because it's a nice calming feeling and I just usually am reading multiple books at the same time um nod your head if you can relate to that because I feel like a lot of us uh like to read you know one two maybe three books at a time um and it's like we're always getting a new book even though we have books to finish (laughs) so anyways um in terms of how i find that this builds a better relationship with yourself this helps build confidence in doing scary things by yourself and learning to be comfortable in public settings on your own because let's be honest here i think most people have a fear to be lonely if they're not with a boyfriend or girlfriend, if they're not with their friends, maybe family. And so I've always liked the approach in life to slowly eliminate fear as much as possible. And in order to eliminate fear, you actually just have to do the damn thing. Because when you do the damn thing, you realize it's not that scary and it's not as bad as you thought it would be. And so, again, if this is like, you know, your first time ever doing something like it by yourself, I remember that feeling. I was nervous as heck walking into True Food when I was 20 years old, like going to dinner by myself in Newport Beach. But again, you will build that muscle slowly over time. So that was five years ago, the first time I did like a solo dinner. So it's okay wherever you're at. If this is your first time, like just just do it over time because if you are, and you will know this, if you do have that fear of being lonely, and I and I actually have a family member that's like that where we're such opposites and um, this person always asks me like, oh, or do you ever feel lonely living by yourself and doing all these things by yourself? And I'm like, no, um, you know, because I believe that loneliness is lack of connection, not lack of having people. Unfortunately, I'm in a place where I have a lot of incredible connections I have a lot of people I can call up at any time to get advice insight help just to have a conversation whatever that may be so build that muscle and over time you'll see how your confidence will skyrocket over the years you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need Viator book guided tours excursions and more in one place there are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from so you can find something for everyone and Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app find travel experiences for you do more with Viator 
Okay, last but not least, this is something I kind of talk about often, solo trips. So there's a range of options you could do. You could always do a day trip, you could do a weekend trip, or where you like fly somewhere for a few days, or probably like the biggest one is just going out of the country by yourself. And that one I only recently hit. So when I went to Paris and Milan by myself, that was my first time traveling internationally by myself where I wasn't intentionally like going to a country and then like meeting a friend there and like staying in hotels with them. Like I had friends and people to sporadically meet during my trip, but I wasn't by any means like, you know, linking up with someone and actually traveling through these cities with a person. So I would say wherever you are, like, of course, start with what you're comfortable with, but also at some point you need to do one step above your comfort zone. So I think when I was in college, just to give a personal example, when I was living in Orange County, California, I would do a day trip to San Diego. And that actually scared the shit out of me. I remember it because I was like, I don't know. I think it was maybe because like my ex-boyfriend lived in San Diego and I just felt weird because like I knew San Diego pretty well, but I was going to a place where I wasn't going to be around a person that I used to date. You know what I mean? So, and this was during a time too when we were like not fully broken, like we were broken up, but we ended up getting back together a couple months later. But I remember that those times where I was like watching the sunset in Del Mar and, um, you know, going to coffee shops by myself and just trying to find things to do by myself. And I just remember doing it because I was like, I want to get out of Orange County for the day and I'm just going to drive to San Diego. And um, I yeah, I remember just feeling weird and a little bit lonely as well, like thinking like, oh, my God, is this weird for me to do by myself? But again, I think that prepped me to be able to do other things by myself. I think um, I went to Portland, Oregon by myself during the senior year of college. I went for four days, three nights. I also did a weekend trip to Santa Barbara by myself. So that was like a road trip in a way for me, like driving from Orange County, California to Santa Barbara, which is, I don't know, I think with traffic, two and a half hours, give or take. And in terms of how this builds a better relationship with yourself, I would say it just simply helps you to recognize your own confidence and your own capabilities to explore life on your own and to enjoy moments of solitude, something that I personally believe not many people have been able to do yet. That includes some of my girlfriends today and we're all, you know, 24, 25 years old and that's normal i i totally get that because you know what i don't really feel like society encourages you to do these things right but if you're listening to this podcast there's a chance that you are the type of girl or guy who in who wants to grow who wants to learn how to do things to improve for yourself for your own life and i think that's amazing and so that's why i'm sharing this with you because these are just things that I did over the past four to five years that got me to the mental place that I'm at right now and had I listened to some people especially in my family and this is definitely a big one for those of you who are also child of immigrant parents or you just have parents that um, 
don't understand you well. Maybe it's because of cultural reasons or generational reasons, whatever that could be. Some of them might advise you to do certain things that you just don't feel like align with you. And for me, I think the big one was like solo trips or doing things by yourself. Apparently, like, you know, I I had someone in my family who would think I would get judged a lot, who would think I would just, you know, all these crazy things. And that narrative was very untrue. And so I really do encourage you to consider doing these solo activities by yourself. And especially for solo trips and just how it you know, uh, makes you realize internally that you can explore life on your own and that it can be really enjoyable. But most importantly, I find that this helps when you come into new relationships, even if it's with a close friend or it's a romantic partner, you realize that you'll have less fear of quote-unquote losing people because you have yourself already. Let me repeat that. This helps when you come into new relationships because you'll simply have less fear of losing people because you have yourself already and that is enough. You are enough in full for yourself and I think that's the best part about relationships both romantically and friends and in all types of connections. When two whole people come together that's what makes a really healthy relationship and connection. That's where a lot of the codependency gets alleviated. And that comes from just working on yourself. And And I'll say this before I finish off this episode. Obviously, some of you guys might not have the desire to do some of these things right now. And maybe it takes just like me. What it took was a emotional breakup and just a lot of things I had to work through uh, in terms of character flaws. I felt like I wasn't the person I wanted to be five years ago, but fortunately I am where I'm at now. I, I am happy to be the person I am to be, but maybe it takes that, like the adversity you're, you're going through or maybe you eventually go through to be the catalyst for you to be like, you know what? I need to work on myself. I need to get my shit together. And that's amazing. So wherever you are at, Just know that you can make the decision for yourself in what direction you want to go in and how you can have a better understanding and relationship with yourself. That was all for today's quick solo bonus episode. I hope you enjoyed this one and had some takeaways. Maybe you wrote some of these ideas down in your notes. And if you are pursuing any of these activities, feel free to DM me if you want more insight, advice. You can DM me on the podcast Instagram at what fulfills you. Or even better, I also really love when I see you guys do this on your own. I know uh, someone recently had tagged me when they went on a solo trip to London. And this is just really incredible to see that you guys are doing this for yourself and pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. So whenever you're doing this, and it's maybe because you're influenced by just what I talk about or this episode, I love when you tag me on your Instagram stories so I can reshare with the entire community. Thanks again for tuning in today. I will chat with you all next week. Bye.